0: In this episode, we're going to talk about how to find inspiration for your campaign and how to make the setting feel more alive. This is STA Engage. Welcome to the show. I'm your host as always, Dr. RPG, Jeff Harvey. In the last episode, we talked about how to beat a uh, writer's block. Uh, if you missed that episode and you have writer's block, or if you missed that episode and don't have writer's block, you should go back and check that out. Uh, and don't forget to like subscribe. And uh, that way you'll never miss another episode in the future. In this episode, we are going to talk about how to find inspiration to build your camp, to start your campaign. We've talked earlier about how to write episodes, but let's talk about how to create a campaign. Uh, we're also going to talk about how to make your setting feel more alive. Uh, but before we get into all of that, let me introduce my co-host, the iridescent, Michael Dismuke. Mike, how are you?
1: I'm good. I'm glowing, I guess. if I'm iridescent. So that's cool. I'll take
0: right. it. Those it's that uh, it's your new lighting system. Yeah. Let me just pull back <laughs> yeah. a little bit here. <laughs> just pinch the cheeks, get all rosy. Um, the goal of this show is to help fans of Star Trek and of role-playing better engage with the Star Trek franchise and the Star Trek Adventures RPG as well. Uh, this show is brought to you by the letter H and the number eight. Uh, and the support of people like you. So if you enjoy this show, please share this episode with just one other person. That's all it takes to help spread the word uh, or consider supporting us on Patreon. Uh, help keep the show going for season one. And uh, we're starting to get together. We're starting to put together some ideas for season two. So uh, if you want to see season two, uh, help us out and let's get going. Uh, anyway, pitter-patter, let's get at her. Uh, I love the show. Letter her of if those of you haven't seen it yet. It's amazing. Anyway, uh, while... Uh, while we know one of the secrets to getting past writer's block is to just sit down and do the work. It can certainly help if we have something that inspires us so uh, we can find inspiration in a lot of different places like the real world. Uh, look around you. We, we already live in a great big beautiful tomorrow world uh, with exotic locations and multitude of cultures, alien creatures that live in the sea. Uh, there's so many things you can do. To, sure. to, yeah.
1: Yeah, I see Star Trek to me is actually one of the easier uh, type of campaigns to write because if we think about where the series originated from, it came from current events and social events that were happening at the time. And you see that that's actually some of the best shows, right? When you're sitting there, you're like, hey, wait a second. That's just like what I saw on the news. So current events and social uh, conflict are great ideas for fleshing out, um, you know, our stories and, and world building. So that's my first advice where I get inspiration from.
0: Yeah. And part of world building is, is creating a living world, right? So, or in our case, a living sector of space or uh, the ship even could be more alive. Um, you need to consider the people, the places that are in that universe that you've created that, that setting that you're creating uh, and what motivates those people and characters and whatnot. It's, it's not enough to just know where the Klingons, there will be Klingons in your area of space. You need to know why those Klingons are there. And uh, what they might do if they're if they go undiscovered by the players? What are their machinations, and how are they gonna to if Magneto was never caught? What happens on on uh, asteroid M, right? Um, <laughs> way back um, <laughs> watch out you'll get me
1: talking about marvel
0: <laughs> right uh we get into a lot of tips, and we'll, we'll get into a couple more tips and tricks on how to fake a living world in a future episode probably but uh this is one of the first steps to take about thinking about your setting uh, as more of a collection of episodes and have a, a truly alive feeling um so mm-hmm. that's uh, the current events can really help with that too so
1: yeah, I mean, there's really no greater storyteller than history itself. I mean, we could, you know, open up, you know, a webpage, history.com or or take a look at a, a history book and take that historical event that's happening, maybe that you read your favorite historical event, and drop it as if that's the whole planet. Maybe the planet's at Civil War. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, you just fly your ship into that historical event, but it's remasked as an alien planet, an alien civilization. How would it have happened if all of a sudden the Enterprise showed up during the Civil War? In fact, there's a really good Star Trek Continues uh, <laughs> a fan fan fiction YouTube on that. That is just amazing, the idea about that. So, so that's one great way, again, to be inspired is take something that really happened. You saw again, the original episodes did it with the Nazis, right? Right. Um, we we've seen that happen and that's a great way to build a story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think the story of Julius Caesar and Mark Anthony Cleopatra uh, and like the really the fall of the Ptolemy dynasty would make a great Klingon, not just episode, but campaign. It would make a whole setting where you can have a planet of, that is basically your Egypt and your Rome and your wherever else you want to you want to get into. That would be an amazing Klingon campaign. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to write that. So
1: that's a pretty good one. I, I might I might use the whole trial of Shaka Zulu uh, in order to yes. do my Klingon campaign. I think that would be epic especially Um, if the British were the Klingons and it's some other, you know, uh, a planet they're trying to take over. Oh, yeah. man, I should shut up before someone steals
0: my idea. Right. The All story right. <laughs> of Shaka Zulu is an amazing story if you've never read it. That's a good one worth reading just just to get ideas for anything you want to do as far as story goes. It's it's amazing yeah. stuff. I mean, so. and the
1: fact that you know compared to the Native Americans, Zulu's are still around is amazing, right? So right. so people if you look at it from that aspect, that can make an amazing story, that historical event. Um and, and again, you know, I mentioned Shaka Zulu. You could just take that one person and make them the main character or personality in the story. And you could shape and mold events around them. Like what if, you know, um, like say with the Kazon and the Akampa, what if you reframe it with with characters like say Genghis Khan and Greta Thunberg and you put their ideologies and all we know about them into the story. Now all of a sudden as a GM, you're acting and people are like, wow, this is a real personality because there's so much source material on both those characters, right?
0: Right. And you're taking a you're taking two real world people that are generations apart and trying to figure out how the campaign would would revolve around their decisions.
1: Yeah, so, it's really fun. It's really fun. You know, I always say, even if you have a side henchman, it's like, okay, you may have this Genghis Khan like character, but make his henchman like a Ferengi who acts like Chevy Chase. Now you have some really good inspiration for how these characters are going to be ask, acting.
0: Right. Yep. A little grim worm tongue going on. <laughs> Um, If you aren't finding any real world inspiration, though, you can also turn to books. Uh, Sci fi really began as a genre in 1818 with Mary Kelly's Frankenstein. It's the first real sci fi book. If you haven't read it, go back and go go read it. And since then, we've had so many giants of storytelling who have made their name and shaped the world that inspired Gene Roddenberry even. So you've got Jules Verne, H.G. Wells, uh, Hugo Gernsback, who the Hugo Award is named after, Arthur C. Clarke, one of my personal favorites, Frank Herbert, another one of my personal favorites, Um, Asimov, Bradbury, Orwell, there's just so many. The adventures of Kath Nemo uh, and the Nautilus with its endless worlds to explore and countless uh, worlds to escape the cruelty of mankind from, that could be another really cool campaign. In fact, that would be a kind of actually a fun, I think, Ferengi campaign. If you wanted to play a Ferengi who's trying to escape to these other places, like escape their own culture um, and find these endless worlds of imagination. The Jules Verne stuff is amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to draw from sci-fi either. You know, there's so uh, uh, my Next favorite genre is comic books. And so imagine if you took like story from the Watchmen epic, right, by by Alan Moore. And if you turn that into a Starfleet game, so you have the premise where the players uncover a plot to kill and discredit all um, or some of the prominent members of starfleet and they're searching out the truth. They get glimpses of a bigger conspiracy involving the shared past and catastrophic consequences for the future of the very federation. Again, you're just taking off all the watchmen and just adding in all the starfleet. And therefore you actually know how the story is going to go. You know, the main personalities, great way to inspire a story.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Another great place to find your campaign ideas, I think is fantasy stories. Uh, series like the black company or game of thrones lend themselves really well to a darker tick on starfleet or a mirror universe game which could be a lot of fun klingons romulans those are you know you could even do a mirror universe or romulans game that would be a mirror klingons game could be really really fun i would be um, and then there's
1: again so many authors that that are not sci-fi not fantasy and, and they've created tens of thousands of great stories really provocative stories that you can quietly borrow elements from i'm actually going to to plug one of the star trek adventure writers marco Rafala i don't know if you read his uh book where the fires end um amazing book there's some elements in it from around world war ii but also um a, a new york where you could say man that was pretty tragic you know someone's brother died and it instigates this series of domino events why not make that a story so so you can grab a bunch of Um, stories. I always say short stories are going to be better than novels because a short story can easily inspire a single adventure. And for anyone who's been a game master for any time, sometimes it's those little short stories that end up becoming the epics years later. So so don't worry about predicting the future, put a short story together and watch how it rolls out.
0: Yeah. Stories with a lot of action make for better games in general uh, than stories that derive from the relationships of the characters. Well, those are fun to read and we do want all of our characters and stuff in star trek to be the real center point and rp is is what the game is all about uh you don't want to shoehorn your players into the same story arcs as the books or stories that you've that you're looking at like you don't want to force your captain to be the, char- the main character from wheel of time you know it's not going to work but if you give them action if you give players an actionable thing then they will give you the relationships themselves and you'll it'll actually alter your story in in the long run too. your whole campaign will will revolve around the way your characters change the story that you provided for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we've mentioned, we've name dropped a lot of popular uh, uh, books and stuff, you know, but honestly I say go the more obscure, the better. If you're like with my, my group of uh, players, they re they are well read. So if I don't pick something really obscure, maybe from an, from an old 1970s Luke Cage comic book that they probably may not have read, you know, then they're gonna they're gonna kind of know where it's going. So actually, if you're the game master, try to find very obscure stories if you can, or historical events.
0: Yeah, and just reskin it, right? Star yep. Trek is an already a robust setting. With no matter what elements you steal or borrow, whatever you want to call it, consider how those things will fit into the established universe and tweak things as you need to in order to create, uh, you know you can basically create things from whole cloth if you need to, but the setting is there. You can fit stuff in. you can, you can wedge it in there just fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Another good place to find quick inspiration for stories are movies and TV. I'm going to give you a scenario and see if you can guess it. You know, an, an honest lawman is hired to clean up a rough and tumble mining town, but when he does his job too well, the corrupt mayor calls in the hired guns to kill the lawman and stop him from setting things right. It's a plot from a Western,
0: right? Yeah, every Western.
1: <laughs> that, I, but this is actually Sean Connery in the movie Outland, which is just a Western story in a sci-fi setting, right? So so if the formula works for Hollywood, it can work for you too. In your games, there's no reason you can't borrow the basic plot structure. Man, I was just thinking like Air Force One or The Rock would actually be a really good basic plot structure. <laughs> yeah. um, and you can replace some of the thugs and villains with monsters and and present it as an adventure to the player
0: yeah absolutely like there's there are always ways f- the, you, you can always use the star trek movies too and, and the shows that you can draw from uh gene roddenberry himself so that that Star Trek was was wagon train to the stars, right? So why not draw from, you know, wagon train or I think M.A.S.H. could be a really fun uh, campaign setting or yeah, if you're like on a
1: space station. M.A.S.H. would be like a yeah. good DS9 comparison, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it would be fun, especially if you said it during the Dominion War, but you've also mm-hmm. got Airwolf or Murder, She Wrote or everywhere the Everywhere the crew goes, somebody dies. Um, Twin Peaks, uh, imagine this, right? Uh, an established commander takes control of a station near the edge of known space. A group of bright-eyed junior officers under his command. Uh, not long after they arrive, a dilithium-rich world is discovered in the sector, at making them all, uh, making the whole area a very important region for the entire Federation. And whatnot. It's it's a lot like DS Nine, right? But it's basically the old Western show Bonanza. Uh, so I mean, <laughs> exactly, you can do almost right? anything. Yeah.
1: Well, well, and you know, one of the things I do, I, I you know. And my players are going to be like, now they're going to be totally suss on me. But I mean, I've created plots out of old A-Team and Knight Rider episodes. (laughs) So one great thing about that, the reason I like it is because these shows are very short. They were half an hour to an hour long, maybe 44 minutes, right? And they introduce an immediate problem that can be solved within a reasonable amount of time in a single episode if you're watching or for us, a single campaign setting. But it also throws in the element of long-term plots and developments that could be, you know, might never be resolved. So think of like, you know, the X Files. I haven't seen every episode, but in every, ep- but in every episode, murder and Scully discover, investigate, and deal with some immediate threat. But in the background, there's several important storylines that are always going on, which created that series-spanning meta-plot meta that you can be- could turn into movies and even a reboot later on. And there were recurring characters like Cigarette Smoking Man and Deep Throat. And I, you know I think how that compares to The Shackleton Expanse, um, you know, you have the Tilakol and Assessor Tredic. you know, they they spot in here and there, but it really gets the players feeling like, wow, I'm part of this bigger epic
0: story. Right. Um, with movies, you you might get uh, a slower lead up, uh, but more time to flash and more time to flash our characters and establishing the setting and whatnot. Uh, it's a great place to glean a lot of ideas from, but the stories themselves tend to be bigger than TV, right? That we always expect the Marvel movies to be bigger on TV the screen on the big screen than we do on the little screen although there's some version of that some some subversion of that in the in the current uh canon going forward but um they may not fit as nicely into the star trek formula without some extra work that said though uh, imagine a game where the crew receives a cryptic message from a Dominion POW, POW camp uh, and they escaped during the, the, that they escaped during the war hoping to find the closure that they couldn't find Earlier in their lives, they're forced to confront the unexplainable phenomenon that are surrounding the region, that region of space um, they were once held in the camp of. Then they find some Jem'Hadar warriors who have been abandoned, broken off from their addiction of the white, and are preparing to uh, uh, for some mysterious event that's upcoming. Uh, cultish, maybe the crew race to unravel the the seemingly impossible truths behind the lives of uh, or becoming permanently entangled in them. This is basically, it's a, it's a good campaign setting, but it's, it's essentially the plot of a 2018 sci-fi movie called the endless, which I've actually only (laughs) seen part of, but you can convert anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Another great place. My last piece of advice is probably the internet, of course. And what I mean by that is you can search for anything online these days. You can read stories, even fan, fan stories, fan fiction. You can talk to other players and Game Masters. I know that Facebook, we have a Star Trek Adventures Game Masters forum. So if you're a Game Master, you can come in there and throw some ideas around. Um, I I do that with, with some other Game Masters. We have our site, Continuing Missions course which has so many story ideas now i can't even count we have fan submissions constantly and i play those fan submissions have a ball with them um there's so much information out there you will never have a lack of ideas to find if you just even have the internet
0: you know? Yeah, yeah and you know there's always places you can go to find help ask people but uh in the world of covid the internet can uh, can can work to supplement some ideas of real-world inspirations that we didn't cover, like uh, like museums. I think museums are a great place to find inspiration. There, there's actually a site called the uh, virtualmuseums.io, uh, where you can visit some of the world's most famous museums uh, right from the comfort of your own computer. Yeah, you can go in and you can, you can see things in the day that most people will never see in their entire lives, um, art, science, history. Uh, the Smithsonian is on there. Um, Oh my God. I'm
1: so good. I'm so uh, saving that now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Things that literally have inspired millions of people for generations of humanity. Uh, And it's all free with no time limit. You can go on there and do it. And there, there are some lacking things, but if you can, you can sit and I tried to find the Mona Lisa because the Louvre is on there, but unfortunately you don't have the whole museum in there, but there's still some amazing art there that you can sit and look at and stare at and really draw inspiration from that and i think it's a really good way to 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 do things and
1: so so i have a challenge for you then as as my final thought for today i have a challenge for you i I want you to remake Pee Wee's big
0: adventure into a star trek campaign tell me how it goes. that would be easy a campaign (laughs) or a single adventure
1: (laughs) single adventure
0: Uh, i could probably (laughs) do as an adventure a campaign might be a little rough uh (laughs) I, I'll, the throw one out, I'll, I'll throw one out to you, too. And this one's going to be a little bit harder. Do the Muppet movie, the first Muppet movie. I a, know that
1: movie by heart. It's yeah. done. Consider yeah. it done. All right. Consider it done. This is great. These it, are definitely things. That's your challenge.
0: These are definitely things that can be done and, and you can draw <laughs> uh, You can draw inspiration from literally anywhere. One of the things that I've been doing recently to help myself find more inspiration is I've been watching a lot of Disney plus there's a show on there called the Imagineers and you can learn so much about the way that people work and, and how to find, uh, how to find creativity. So Yes. Uh, and look, I'm already
1: halfway there. I'm beating
0: you to it already. Oh, except your green screen. Your green screens just looks like a Oh, a wait, really? <laughs> oh, you can't see
1: him. Oh, that sucks. Hold on one second. I, I can't let my Kermit not get his love. I've had this guy since I was. Hold on, let me turn off my my uh, background for a second. There he is. There you go. Uh gotta, gotta give love to Kermit. I've had him since I was five years old.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> That's yeah. very nice. <laughs> um, I can't top that with a final thought. So we're gonna go ahead and end there. Uh, uh unless you have anything else you want to add, Michael, uh, I think we can go no, ahead and wrap it up. Kirby got his plug, so I'm happy. i uh, okay. Muppets are my favorite. If I my dream job would have been working for Henson. Right. Uh next time on STA Engage. Now that you've gotten the pro tips on writing, beating writer's block and uh, and creating a living world in a campaign, uh, we're going to talk about uh, what were we going to talk about the next episode. I think we're going to talk about the next episode is going to be how to create game narrative, uh, and oh. that's going to be a fun one. So stay tuned for whatever we're going to call that episode because I didn't change what I wrote in my in my <laughs> so you're
1: so honest. Trans- I
0: you know I. I've had a really busy week. I'm changing jobs. Everything has been crazy around here. So go find a game to play. That's right. Until next time, I was your host, as always, Dr. RPG Jeff Harvey. On behalf of myself, my co-host, Michael Dismuke, and everyone who works behind the scenes here, uh, live long and prosper.